Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome back, Down Bad Sports. We went on a little hiatus, but uh, we back. We ready. We ready to rock and roll. Nick, Nick, how you been, bud? You were a little sick last week. Hey, I've been, I've been sick like a dog. Can I tell you that? But I'm having a cigar because oh, I'm all better, and go. we need to celebrate. We're back at Down Bad Sports. And unfortunately, Coach, you can't smoke because he's inside, but I'm not because it's California <laughs> and it is always 70 and beautiful here. Hey, it's 70 here right now. <sighs> nice out in Colorado right now? Yeah, it's 70. I don't know. Yeah, 72 right now. It's supposed to be 70s and 60s for the That's right, 72. Week. It's very nice. A wonderful time to be alive. Oh, it's okay. also a wonderful time to be a Rockies fan. <laughs> I know. We beat the Dodgers. I, no. My God, you guys took it to the you guys took it to the World Champs last night. That's because Kershaw hates pitching at Coors. I think every pitcher hates pitching at Coors. This is true. The guy who got the winning, the guy who got the uh, the win, like he pitched two innings, gave up three runs. And I'm just like, yeah, that's that's usually what happens at Coors. So. Yeah. yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Who are you guys starting today? Are you, are you guys planning on winning the series, right? Oh yes, of course. Wait, let me check. Let me check the lineup. Oh, Antonio Sensatella. That dude's not that good. That dude is not. I didn't think Kevin Gosman was all that good last night, but. I didn't think Kevin Gosman was all that good, but man, he pitched six and two thirds, and um, allowed one hit. One hit, damn. That's pretty good. Why'd they take him out? Tell me. <laughs> you tell me, buddy. Is uh, I was so pissed when they took him out. He hit the guy hit a uh, well, no, he gave up two hits. My bad. The guy had a two out double, and they took him out. I said, dude, just let him pitch through it. They said no. Uh, and my brother was like, no, no, his pick counts up. It's like at ninety something. I was oh, like, it's the okay. first game. Yeah. I was like, let's not act like they've been like, come on. There's too much of that in MLB. I think that's a major problem is that you don't see people do those gutsy performances no. like you used to. I think that's a problem that MLB. What do you think? Playoffs, you can like add bum that one. Year. That's a but yeah. 2014. Yeah. Game seven of the World Series against Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was just watching that the other day. Oh yeah. Unreal. Unless, yeah, it's like unless pitchers are, uh, God. are like throwing a no hitter or perfect game, they're getting pulled at like 100 pitches, 105 pitches. Like, remember, was yeah. it the World Series when. <laughs> I have a question for you. Okay. What's this question? No, I was going to say, I was going to say, who is your, who's your GOAT of baseball? GOAT hitter, and I want GOAT pitcher. Go then I want best postseason pitcher. Best postseason pitcher. Because those those two things can be different, right? This is true. All right, best pitcher. Yeah. Sandy Colfax. Okay. That dude. Okay. Still, my dad always talks about him. He's like, oh yeah, when he threw his fastball, it would it would like um, hobble or like you know like bounce. And that dude. Yeah. Was a devastating pitcher. And he had a curveball that just dropped off the table. Um, hitter. Ooh, we going power or contact? Best hitter of all, of all time. All time. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be difficult. 
Babe Ruth? No, I'm not going to say Babe Ruth. They played in a time when pitchers had jobs at their local bank during the offseason. That is facts. Um, best hitter. Maybe maybe uh, Joe DiMaggio. 56-game hit streak. Pete Rose. Power. Right. I mean, if we're doing, like, power two. All right. That's if we're throwing power in there, probably Ken Griffey. Maybe A-Rod. Oh, but okay. I just read all this so okay. far. Okay, who's your, who's your, all right. Who's your, right, who's your pitcher, like, regular season and hitter? That's what season pitcher. Mine? Yeah, can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah, no, I can. Did you say your pitcher and hitter? You might have cut out there. Okay. No, I no, I uh, post. I was asking for your postseason. Oh, postseason. You your most, your best postseason pitcher. I mean, the only one I can really like think of is a uh, Mad Bum. Uh, okay, thank you. That's your first correct answer. <laughs> the correct. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Who's yours? Who's all right. Your, well, anyways, let, let me let me. You say Zach Greinke? No, 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 no. Okay. The best the best pitch of all time. Nolan Ryan. Nolan Ryan's okay. the best pitcher of all time. Fair, fair. Never okay. seen a perfect game, though. This isn't, I mean, Matt Cain per- pitched a perfect game, but I'm not going to say he's the best pitcher of all time. Okay. <laughs> best hitter is shouldn't even be questioned. Who's the best hitter of all time? Don't question who it is. Oh, you're say Barry Bonds. Best, best player. He's the GOAT of baseball. Right? The absolute GOAT. You asked me to pick any player from any era to home run. Was that your brother right there? Oh, that was roommate. Who's that? My roommate. Hey, I want to talk. To, I wanted to talk to your brother. Well, yeah. Next time I go oh, down. Shoot. Next time I go down, I'll make, I'll make sure we get one in. And yeah. you guys can have the uh, fancy, I feel I destroyed fancy, your brother. fancy chat of the century. No, I mean, right. Barry Bonds. I don't know. Like, I think he should be in the hall, but I'm not gonna say he's the best hitter because he kind of, you know. Used a little. Uh, that was never. That was never proven. Never proven. Okay. I don't think he did it. Oh, I thought of another pitcher, Randy Johnson. Oh. Big unit. That dude. Randy Johnson. That dude had a devastating uh, fastball and curveball. Right, and he played for the Giants. So, let's talk about this. Barry Bonds. We both agree he's a go. <laughs> Randy Johnson. Sure, he's a go. He played the Giants. And the uh, Mad Bum. Wow, these are all Giants players. So, what is the best baseball franchise in history? I guess it has to be the Giants. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes, because it's not like they, they got what? They got five World Series compared to 27 of the Yankees? Huh. We only have three, but it's all right. Oh, I we'll take five. Did anyone, want, did anyone want in New York before they moved? Look, how the New York ones, bro? A little different team. Oh, the New York Giants? Different team. Well, if you say so. Anyway, is Kochi. What do you think about um, what do you think has been going on with the uh, college basketball? Looks like your North Carolina pick was wrong. Yeah, I know. Do you see that the news? Roy retiring? Bad. And that's sad. Were you surprised? Oh, yeah, well, like maybe another, like another two years. Or at least get to 1,000 wins. Yeah. I that's what you're going to do. But... Who's, who did he get as a replacement? I don't know yet. They who did he get as a replacement? I don't know. They have this one uh, assistant coach who's been there for like nine years. I kind of hope they get him. Because Roy really liked him, so that's what I'm hoping they have. Think he'll get it? 
Yeah, yeah, I'm hoping so. So, we'll see. They get a real coach in that Mike Gray. Oh, yeah, yeah, championship caliber. Ron Lou, someone legit. Ron Lou. <laughs> yeah, so that's, let's bring an NBA coach down. I, think, I don't think uh, Roy Williams was that good of a basketball coach. I think he was that good of a basketball coach. Why? He didn't really do much. I mean, I could win with that talent that I got. Oh my god! I've won with that. I'll win every single year. You give me that sort of talent, I'll win every single year. Okay, you can say that about any blue blood uh, school then. Duke, Kentucky, Kansas. Oh, these coaches are terrible. <laughs> uh, All these coaches are terrible. I'm. I. I swear. I've been. You give me five years with a program like Duke. Mm-hmm. Give you three national championships. Oh, okay. So you're gonna get three national championships when. Half your roster are one-done players. True. <laughs> no, I want them to be one-done. Have them sign something. Have oh, them sign okay. something. I was giving them like a bagel. Like, oh, the NCAA makes so you have to sign something to get your bagel or something. And it would be you can't leave the school. Mm-hmm. Oh shoot! Sorry. All right, uh, <laughs> turn on the ball. You gotta stay here. No, I'll be in college. He played in the yeah. NBL in Australia. Oh, he did it the right way, right? I think more kids will be doing it that way. Yeah, the G League's gonna, they're probably gonna take over. Unless the NCAA like allows them to profit off their name. Which I think they should do if they're on the NCAA is greedy. Mm. They finally are allowing college football to play NCAA, so. Took them long enough to finally get that. So. Dude, did you see that? Was it football game again? Yeah. To be legit. 1.4. It's EA. Oh, it's I don't know. All I know is it's EA, though, so. If it's anything like yeah, Madden, it's just going to be a carbon copy of Madden with more read options. Back like NCAA 14. I hope Madden. I still maintain it different. I've never played 14. Unfortunately, have you? Yeah, back when it came out. But yeah, I thought, I mean, like, back when I was like 14, I didn't really notice the difference every year. Like, they had some cool like, new features, and those are all pretty much the same. Like, you know, new graphics and stuff like that. Back when he actually cared about the games. Now, Madden, literally, th- th- this year. What's his best game right now? I don't know. Uh, Fall Order, the Star Wars game. That's all I can think of off the top of my head. So, okay. Star Wars Fallen Order. Yeah, that's EA. Or maybe UFC 4. UFC 4 is fun. Okay. Yeah, UFC 4. But yeah, I don't know. EA's Do they have like a micro for UFC 4? Yeah. I think I've had that for all four of them. My dude's middleweight. I just go for knockouts. Get that cartwheel kick, you know? I, start, I started college as a lightweight. <laughs> I started college as a featherweight. I'm not going to lightweight. I'm middle. Oh, yeah. Let's put it on that muscle. You going to take on Stipe next? After you got, you see how you got folded? No, I'm not saying muscle. Watch replay. That was yeah. disgusting. I know. That knee to the head that one guy got, I don't know if you saw it. was all over Sports Center. Oh, like the disqualification one? Um, I wasn't DQ'd. The dude stayed up. Okay. Like, it, he got absolutely so bald, but it was really bad. Huh. Um, I'll have to show yeah. it to you. Um, maybe the viewer. Or the viewers, if we have multiple viewers. Hopefully they know what I'm talking about. But this dude's got absolutely, like, it was like, like, it was like to the head. And it made the worst sound ever. And the dude was still standing after. I'm like, dude, that's just CTE forming in his brain. Right oh, my That's disgusting. It's so bad. Yeah. So the, nasty, the fact that he was still standing was insane. Hmm. Oh, Different move. Oh. hit, like, you know, hit the head or whatever. Yeah. It's, yeah, there's the one who's like, uh, I forgot, I don't know how to pronounce his name. It's like, Yon something. Then you have that like illegal knee, and like, and then the dude won the belt that got need. And I was kind of like, hmm. Yeah. That was, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that one. 
All right. We got major news, you know. 49ers. Mac Jones, third pick overall. How are you feeling about that? Uh, Justin Fields. Yeah, right. There's been reports that they're... Uh, I just hope that we don't that. end up with Zach Wilson. <laughs> oh, dude. But I'll tell you why. For, uh, we could have had Mac Jones off. at six. Could have had Mac Jones at six. We could have just traded with the Eagles. They all the way to three. It's hot. It's because we want Fields. That's why. Or maybe they want Wilson. Maybe they're hoping the Jets uh, take uh, the tackle. Sewell. Oh. <laughs> well, you don't want to see him. Keep protecting. Huh? Sam Darnold. They they they're gonna stick with Darnold one more year. I, think. I like quarterbacks that can be. Quarterbacks can beat Coastal Carolina. Oh uh, yeah. Hey, listen, Coastal Carolina was. I'll have you know, I took. You know, I took. Took Coastal Carolina plus eight and a half. By the way. Oh, that was a good bet. That was a good bet. Thank you, Kate. Thank you. I had a feeling it was going to be close. No, I saw. I saw. Was I saw? It's like. What about you? What are the Broncos doing? I hope we get Micah Parsons, the linebacker. He's raw. You I see know. Pro day is yeah, I know. That's why. And he's gonna. I think he'll be there. And everyone's like, "Oh, Broncos gonna take another corner." Well, I'm like, "No, we don't need another corner. We can get one later in the draft." This dude's a generational linebacker. We need a linebacker. And Nick Fangio's your first. The, the 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 first round pick, like the, the high graded corners, will all be gone by the time you pick. Like, no, they'll all be there. Like, right, what, 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 uh, what do you guys pick? Nine. Nine. Yeah. In Todd McShay's latest mock draft, he had the Broncos yeah, taking Sertan, and that was the first defense player on board. So I think that it's going to be, I don't know, it's not a quarterback, any linebacker help badly. So. <laughs> no, we're right. Linebacker for sure. Yeah. Lions took the entire year off, though. You know that, right? Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. That's just less wear on him. He ain't going to. Gonna be able to. Yeah, and he game obviously game. got right because I mean, obviously he's not out of shape. Oh yeah, that dude's yeah. a just a you know specimen. I'd love to see him in Vic's defense. Just imagine we got the front four of Chubb. Fire. <laughs> we got the front four of Chubb, Miller, Draymond Jones, Shelby Harris, right? And then linebackers, we got Johnson and Micah Parsons in the secondary. Oh come on, that could be an all-time great defense. Problem is, I was reading something the other day. Mm-hmm. It, said the, it said the 2015 Broncos defense is the best defense of all time. It is. It is. You can't tell me it ain't. Look at the play, look at the, the quarterbacks they regular season. Look at the quarterbacks they faced in the playoffs. In a league where throwing the ball at the time was like all time high. Oh please. Chris Harris, Aqib Talib, TJ Ward. Brandon Marshall, Danny Trevathan. You want to keep going? Got Marcus Ware. Vaughn. Yeah, it's good tackle, though. Didn't matter. They, they could complete any passes. All right. No, was it? The, the AFC Championship. All I remember about the Broncos secondary. What? What do you remember? Oh, no, I was going to say, the only thing I remember about the Broncos secondary is Joe Flacco. Just an absolute dot. Or the head of the uh, quarterback or the safety or whatever. We would, have, we would, have, won the, we would, we would have won the Super Bowl that year. That team had a solid defense and a... No, you wouldn't have. Offense. Yes, we would have. Yes, we would have. We would have easily beaten Kelly Kaepernick and the Niners. Easily. I mean, if they couldn't stop Joe Flacco, you expect them to stop Manny? 
Joe Flacco's elite. I don't this know if Manning's elite. This is true. I forgot about that. No. That, no. The 2015 Broncos. What were you going to say, though? The 2015 Broncos, like, in the AFC Championship game against Brady that year, what was it? It was, like, 4th and 2. And they tried to do this, uh, this like, little, like, cheeky play where they brought Elderman from, like, the right side of the field over to the left and, like, throw it back to him. And they did it. And then Chris Harris comes over, slows him down, tags him before he can get the first down. It was, like, in the fourth quarter, 4th fourth and 2. All-time great play. Chris Harris is pretty good. Yeah. I think he was the most underrated cornerback in the league for a while. I think he covered a slot like yeah. no one else. Best cornerback of all time. Of all time? Ooh. What do you think? Probably Dion. Dion. I'm trying to think of cornerbacks. Ronnie Law. I knew you'd, no, I knew you'd say that. He was a safety. Uh, Champ. Safe, strong safety. Yeah. Champ Bailey. You're. No. No. Do you know who Louie Wright is? That's a, such a Broncos fan. <laughs> do you know who Louie Wright is? Darrell Revis. Oh, yeah. Okay. Just for Randy no. Moss to reach his hand up in one hand and moss him. One handed. Yeah, okay. I never saw that. Huh? Like, you just see that clip on Insta? No. But Louis Wright, he was a Broncos player back in the 60s and 70s. I think he was on the Orange Crush defense. That okay. dude. I'm not top. Oh, no. Yeah, here, this dude gets disrespected so much. He played in a time when throwing the ball wasn't that, it was, you know, was, you know, rare, right? Or not rare, but like, it's more like run based, right? And he's still, like, shut down everyone he played like they wouldn't throw to his side of the field so he doesn't have the stats and stuff that's because they just throw at him well i'll send uh, jalen rams will be the best corner of all time oh yeah okay yeah after michael gallup burned him this year and then he's complaining for an offensive pi well, who's the guy you just talked about louis wright louis wright right louis wright louis wright yeah Lewis, I think it's spelled again. Lewis. Louis. All right. Lewis. Let me make sure I spelled the name right. Yeah. Lewis, right. Let me pronounce Louis. Five time Pro Bowler. Four time First Team All Pro. Football Digest NFL Defensive Back of the Year, NFL All 70s team. Like, you just don't see it. Here's a Joe Coyier, Collier. I think he was the dude who came up with the 3 4 defense, right? Here's a quote. They used the term today of shutdown cornerback. We didn't have that term back then, but Louie Wright was a shutdown quarterback. He was a great run defender. He played the left side. In those days, most teams were right-handed. Their plays usually went to our left side. Okay, I had no idea who this guy was. I got to be totally honest with you. Mm-hmm. Was he part of that orange crush? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, he was. He was. was he? Yeah, he was. Did he play for that long? Was he part of orange crush? Yeah, he was. He got drafted in '75, and Orange Crush was a okay. uh, was a '77. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he he and he, I looked up how how tall he was six two mm-hmm. hundred pounds. That's yeah. perfect. That's perfect for a corner. Yeah. Uh, Jalen yeah. Ramsey. Yeah. What's his what's his measures? What metrics measures? 
insane, though. Like, a physical freak, bro. Randy, right? Sorry, audio is cutting out. Well, oh. are you saying Randy's the best corner in the game today? I guess, yeah, I guess I'd say that, actually. Who? Ramsey. Best corner in the game today. Ramsey's the best. Yeah, Ramsey is the best corner in the game right now. Not Kevin King? No. No. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think it's time. Definitely not. Definitely not Kevin King. All right. I think it's time. Uh, so last time, we came up with petitions, right? And so now, I think, yes. uh, we should go over the pros and cons that uh, you came up with both. I, 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 I got, I came up with a couple for each. So, I hope you can prepare some stuff. So. Okay, go, okay, uh, go. All right, so we'll start the one in one, right? We're gonna, this is to get rid of, get rid of, uh, no, no, to bring back the one in one to the NBA. I said pros. Late game situations are much more intense. And, you know, you're not just going to have these, like, random fouls uh, just to, like, slow down the offense and, like, get subs in. Yes. Because you can't afford that anymore. Um, it's going to be less free throws per quarter, too. Because if you get to the, you know, the bonus, uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, imagine people are going to miss the first end of that, you know, like, I don't know, like, I don't know, like 10% of the time. So it's more gameplay, you know, games are going to be quicker. At least until, like, you know, the fourth quarter. Uh, and then big men. I, Giannis, or say Shaq, if he plays in today's game, can't get away with 60% from the free throw line. Because uh, teams put him on the line now, but they'll usually make one, right? They'll usually make the second one. Now, they'll put him on the line, and the pressure is way, way higher than it would have been. Because if they don't make that first one, that team's got a chance to win if they're you know, only down by two. So, yeah, those were my pros. What were your pros? Pros, the under will usually hit. Because <laughs> these people can't make free throws, you're right. So there's less points. Mm-hmm. I don't see the pros. It puts more pressure on the players to perform. Um, it makes the game exciting. Uh, keeps the game moving. Doesn't mm-hmm. slow it down for too long. Free throw. I mean, let's, let's make it. I don't see any cons to this. What would be the cons? I know. I can't. I couldn't think of anything. I literally wrote down on my cons part. I like, can't think of anything. As you get a quicker game, mm-hmm. put more pressure on the free throw. I don't know why this isn't a thing. I don't know why either. I, I thought it was up until a week ago when you said no. <laughs> I think I think it's just so. I did not know that. I really did not know that. <laughs> I think it's just because uh, I don't know. They 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 want to cater to the players. You know, it's like oh, you get two free throws. Don't worry. Like no, it's like no. Make them shoot one and one. Oh, people if, are stupid. If college players are shooting a one and one, which is probably the most stressful form of free throws, why isn't the NBA? Like, the NBA has longer games, they got a longer, or a farther three-point line, right? Like, come on. So, yeah, that's just, yeah. That one, 100% I agree with you. That one, I, yeah. 100%. Yeah, that one was quick. All right. Now we got removing defensive three seconds. Another second one. So. I go through your pros first. I go, go through your pros and your cons, actually. Let's do that. All right, all right. Pros. Zone defense can be played to its fullest. So you can actually have, you know, your big men stay in the key, not to, like, keep worrying about coming out of the key, stuff like that, because that's, you know, not his own defense. Uh, offensive has now got to innovate. You know, you can't just have two people standing in the corner at all time because, you know, the zone's going to, like, lead, you know, people over that way. So, yeah, it's, you know, you know, offense has actually got to move around. You got to see more, like, college offenses, not just, you know, standard pick and roll every time. Uh, I said the mid-range game has a bigger impact. Um, not just layups and threes, 
because I think you'd see more people coming in and finding the uh, the holes in the zone uh, around the free throw line, the elbow, stuff like that, pump fakes, mm-hmm. a couple dribbles in. So I think you know it'd be a the mid game, mid range game, have like a resurgence. Uh, you see more ball movement too. Now, like you get times where someone drives in, they kick it out, and then you pass it all the way around. But like, you know, that's that's just like you know man defense. You know, sometimes you'll see that. Now with this, you'll probably see more ball movement a lot more. Because teams are going to be passing it more, trying to move the zone and manipulate it. So it's less pick and rolls, which you know I think you know the NBA fan would probably want to see. That's pretty much what every team does every possession, especially the Nuggets. And it's really, you know, not that, you know, hard to run. And I really don't think it's that hard to stop unless you're an NBA player, which for some reason, it's, you know, it, like, it's like calculus, uh, what is it, uh, astrophysics, or rocket science to them to stop a pick and roll. I don't, I don't see why. Why it's like super hard. I mean, you can slow it down, stop it completely. Like, that might be like tougher, but you can definitely slow it down way more than they can. And then, yeah, I said less dribbling around, it's more straight line. Um, you won't see like James Harden just like dribbling around the top of the key just so he can set up his like step back. Like it's gonna be more like if you're dribbling, you're moving to the basket, collapsing the zone, stuff like that. Cons, I said defenders might be might become a little lazy because uh, they you know they're not like following guys around; they're more just like staying there. So that might be why. Then I said man is probably the best form of individual defense. So, I mean, I'm not, like, not all teams would go to the zone all the time, but, like, you know, it is taking away, you know, you're missing your Kawhi Leonard guarding LeBron James. Like, you might not see that, like, all the time. So, so that was my okay. Yeah, so I, I agree, with you on a, agree with you on a lot of those things. I think there are more pros than there are cons. Definitely. Um, I think that this would be something that they adopt as well. I, but the one thing is that you're 100% right with your cons list is that I think the three-pointer will just become much more important because they'll just ditch. You know, because the Celtics can just put Taco Fall at 6'7'6 right there, you know, and they'll just stand. Um, and again, uh, I mean, we, we saw what happened in college. He, he did, UCF had that. You know, they did that. They got beat by Duke because Duke can the outside. It, it just, just makes the game more interesting because what basketball has become, they did, they should have won. But what should happen, and that's what uh, Taco fell out too. He fell out like a minute and a half. Um, the problem is that the NBA has become just kind of ISO. Yep. Like, it really has become ISO and it's been boring to watch. Personally for me, James Harden watching him do his work, it's, you know, it's great to watch when he gets boring after a while, right? Yeah. I mean, like, he's just really good. And, you know, but I'm watching college basketball, and every single person has a role there. And then when mm-hmm. Jim Beheim's there, he goes in that 2-3 zone. It's like, oh, shoot, here we go. And I think that the, this, you know, getting rid of this three will, will allow that to happen. Yeah. I really do. So I think it will make the game more watchable. I think that's very important for the game to get rid of that role. Mm-hmm. I, I, I do. Because, uh, nowadays, I mean, as much as I don't like the three-point ball and everything, kids nowadays like three-point ball. That's what they, they grow up watching Curry, as much as I hate to say it. And um, if you can't shoot the free ball, you're kind of irrelevant in today's game, really. Yeah, you have to be able to have some sort of uh, uh, long-range game. Um, so I think that it will help develop the three-pointer a little bit more, and I think it will make offenses work harder for the buckets. Yeah, um, I think you're right when you say uh, two threes don't can be played to its fullest potential because it's not right now in the NBA. Yeah, it's not. And like, I know like, they people are going to be like, well, if you want less three-pointers, you wouldn't go to a zone. But I'm like, that's the case for college, but NBA, they're better athletes. They can close out quicker. So it's not going to be open three-pointers all the time. Yes, there will be, but you've got to fast get over to the corners and you know, cover quicker. So, yeah, I think, yes, there will be more three, yeah. but I think... Wingspans, yeah, Kawhi's wingspan. I mean, Kawhi's wingspan is like 10 feet. So yeah. it's like, yeah, they're going to be able to get there. Yeah. I, yeah. Think that's, I think that's the issue. I love watching people try to beat the 2-3 zone. I love watching. you got to have that guy flash up to the, the uh, elbow, and he has to go back and forth between each elbow and everything. And once you get to him, he's got to face the defense. That was my job in high school. I used to be that guy that flashed. And went to the uh, in the middle of the zone, yeah. get the ball, and have to face up and have defense come up at me, and then I would just pass it off, and they'd have a wide open shot. Exactly. So I think it's really fun to watch. I think more people, I, I, yeah. No, Koji, I wasn't for this at first, but you have convinced me. <laughs> so I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah, like zone offenses, 
they're very similar, but like you got it, like yeah, you got to work for it. It's not like you know, just like an easy bucket. It's like oh, I'll flash up to the elbow and I'll be wide open. No, but you're gonna have three guys collapse on you. Like you got to be thinking at all times. You got to know where the defense is gonna be moving. And you know, I'd love to see in the NBA because you got you got you know athletes. You got athletes now who are gonna be able to close out yeah. shooters way more than you would see in a college game. So yeah, right. Yeah, that's like. What's the next position we got? Next one: NFL OT rules. So this one, this one is yours. Take, so I'll let you go. Can I take this one here? Yeah, you take this one. College football is fun to watch. College football is fair to watch. And college football is exciting to watch in overtime. Okay? Mm-hmm. You start off at the 25-yard line. You have a timeout. And it's your guys versus the defense. What can you do? Oh, you get a field goal? Or no, oh, you score a touchdown? Well, guess what? The other team has a chance to do the exact same thing. Right? Now, the NFL is worried. Well, we don't want the games to be going on forever. Well, you make, you make them go for two. Okay. It's how you change. I mean, not many of these games will go past one or two overtimes if you do that. Right? It's hard enough to score an NFL defense at first. And this two-point conversion over and over and over again, it's not going to happen. The NFL is worried about all the teams. They don't, I mean, that, that's what they're worried about. They don't want the games to go on forever. You have a 10-minute period where whoever gets the ball at first, they just try to milk the clock and kick a field goal. So you're making play ten, almost an entire extra quarter. And so it's not like they're, they're stopping anything. Um, I think this is an easy call to make. I think it'll make it much more exciting. And the overs will hit, which is much more exciting for me too. So um, I think because of that, because of that, I don't see any cons. I don't see any cons. Because the cons will be like, oh, you don't want to play longer. Well, they're already playing long. They're already playing. And, who the hell likes a tie? No one likes ties. Ties suck. This I don't know why that's true. No, in the NFL, football is probably the most. There's no ties. You know, there's no ties. Either you do it or you don't. You know, either you get the block or you don't. Ties are for soccer. This, this is American football. All right. There's no ties. There's, no ties. there's not even ties in baseball. So don't even tell me. Don't even try to like pretend like there's no ties in any other major sport. There's no ties in any other major in major sport except football. It makes no sense at all. And then you don't have to change the rules when you get in the, uh, the playoffs. You don't have to change any of the rules. The playoffs is they, they just play until someone fourth up. Which is stupid. Yeah. yeah, I agree, I agree. I think, yeah, I did put my pro like more entertaining for sure. Equal chance for both teams. I mean, really, my cons are not full length of field. Like, I kind of like that. like seeing guys get the ball and having to go full length. But, I'd, yeah, I'd rather do either either team gets a chance to score a touchdown if you just keep it full field. I think that's stupid that one team, you know, they can like return a kickoff and it's over. Or I'd say do it from the 50, not the 25. But, yeah, I don't like seeing ties in football because then it screws up the standing at the end of the year. And, yeah. Like, you look at playoff hockey. Yeah. Like they'll so do that's an easy one. These... Hmm? Sorry. No, exactly. Even hockey. Even hockey, dude. These are common sense changes to the games that would make it so much better, so much more fun, and we don't know why they're not doing it. Mm-hmm. All right, before we go to the last one, last one there's another NFL one that I thought of. I just thought of. All right, so, you know, uh, so, like, kickoffs, they don't allow run-ups anymore, right? And, all right, you know, prevents injuries. I understand that. I think, I think on onside kicks, if you're not going to do like that 4th and 15 rule, you should allow run-ups on onside kicks. Because they're pretty much impossible to get now. I mean... Onside kicks, I would say instead of having it go 10 yards, it has to go 7 yards. Oh, okay. Alright. Because, so so the thing is, is that, if, dude, if they get a right start, guys blocking will absolutely obliterate the, uh, absolutely obliterate the guys just standing 10 yards away from them like that that that'll be bad dude they'll just like uncleat them and everything i think what you need to do is you need to move back how long it needs to go yeah i think even five yards would be interesting five yards would be a lot i think five yards, yards a little too too uh, easy though it's a little too easy though for the for the other team to get it you know yeah i think seven yards would be fair because that, that still doesn't matter. But it creates more urgency i agree with you they need to do something with that onside kick yeah i mean right at the moment it's, it's pretty much impossible to get i don't like no i think uh, was it the broncos or the eagles are proposing a rule right? it's like it's 15 from the 35 you gotta get to the 50 right to get a first down. And I like that. I like that rule. 
I like that rule too. So I don't know why they don't nope. implement it. Because in college, they still do running starts, right? On kickoffs? I think so. Yeah. I, yeah, they, yeah, they do. They do. So, like, if that's in college, I don't know why the NFL removed it. But I guess bigger, stronger athletes, you know, they want to prevent injury, which I understand. All right. Let's see. Last one we had was. Let me pull it up. It was Bonds and others in the Hall of Fame. So this one was yours, so I'll let you uh, you take the lead on this one, too. Put Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame. And others. So. Uh, all-time home run leader. Uh, best hitter of all time. 2004, 2005, he was untouchable. At an on-base percentage of almost 1,000. I mean, like, Jeez. go on and on. Best player of all time. There's no cons here. Uh, allow everyone who did PEDs into the Hall of Fame. Right, during the time, during this time of baseball, it was not only looked, they didn't only like look away, but Selig didn't look just look away. He low key encouraged it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Without these players, they carried the game of baseball for about 10 to 20 years. And now you guys are going to crucify them? That's BS. Let them, into the, let them into the Hall of Fame. This is what I have to say. Mark McGuire should be in. Roger Clemens, Bonds, etc. Rose, Pete Rose should be in. He just gambled on a couple games. I mean, big deal. That's dumb. All right. They're going to act like this is the purest of games. It's not a pure game. All right. No, no game's pure. Don't, yeah. I, hate, I hate all those people say, oh, it's the pure game. Pure game. I, dude, I guarantee you. 80% of those people that vote on the Hall of Fame, I guarantee you they bet baseball. You know so much about it. If I make bank off it. And they aren't betting baseball. They aren't betting baseball. They're stupid than I thought. Okay? <laughs> because that's one of your job. To pay attention to baseball. Mm-hmm. Don't bet it. I mean, that's just sad. It is. Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, I think they should be. Yeah, because if you're... Because, yeah, they didn't do anything. They knew they were taking them. So if you're not going to do anything, like, at that time period, like, then they shouldn't, you know, to be like, oh, we want to keep the whole thing clean. Like, come on. Like, you could have done something about it and you did. So Fine, to these... Yeah. Applying today's standards to way back, like to way back up. Yeah, it's stupid. Like you had a chance to stop it. It's stupid. I don't. I don't think Bonds. I know. Well, then it's kind of it's like it might be then until maybe he's up on the ballot in years or something because they get put on every ten years and it's terrible. Yeah, that's what I. That's what that's gonna be. It's stupid how they have them on the ballot, but like they're not going to vote them in. Like I just find that like you know it's kind of just like being like you know, uh, no, they're just like teasing them pretty much. Like oh yeah, you'll be on the ballot, but you know like we all know you're not going to get in because we're going to you know have this like prejudice against you guys for using steroids. It's stupid. It's like he wrote. I don't even think he got a chance to be on no, that. He wrote saying get a chance. They barred him from all of them. Like these guys, they didn't. They didn't like you know, barred him from all of them. They're just like, okay, we're uh, you know, we're gonna keep you on the ballot, but you know, we're not gonna put you in because you know, it's an unwritten rule of baseball. And I'm like, God, so many of these things. Uh, and I would argue that like based on their own standards, wouldn't betting on a game be worse than like play, I don't know. I mean, I, no, wouldn't, wouldn't PEDs be way worse than betting on a game? Yeah. Even altering the outcome, you could argue that you know, with Bonds and Guardian, I mean, they ruined pitchers' careers. You know. Yeah, they changed. They, 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 they changed. I mean, they changed the game. He bet on his own team to win, too. It's like he was betting against his team. Yeah, that's stupid. Which is very stupid. But, like, yeah, you have to, like, let's say you get Bonds coming up, bottom of the ninth. Bottom of the ninth, you're up by two. Bonds comes up. Base is loaded. You're not going to pitch to him, but you walk him. You're only up by one, and now a single wins you the game. Like, he changed the, like, sure. It was just like, what they did. But that changed out for the game, because, you know, two outs. They two outs, two. You're gonna you're gonna pitch the next guy, but when maybe a single from Bonds would have just tied the game. Uh, you're no, I mean Bonds never hit singles. That was gonna either be a double or a run. Like, come on. So yeah. it's yeah. To go. Uh, I, don't know. I still think I see him in the Hall of Fame, but I don't know if I call him I think that be the go. You shouldn't have had something helping your performance. Oh yeah, he would have definitely been like his Pittsburgh years and like early. When did he start using PEDs? Uh, never. <laughs> no, Todd Helton no. PEDs. No, I, I, I'm not exactly sure, but they did a thing. I can't remember what, what it was. They did a thing. They said, let's take away every single hit that Bonds had. 
he still had like during his PEDs thing, and he still had, like an on base percentage of like 500. It was yeah, insane. He was doing, yeah, he was. Like, he had 30 30 seasons in Pittsburgh. I was like, yeah. The, yeah, the thing with Bonds is that he was already the best player in baseball, and then he took PEDs. Yeah, but then, you know, he's just, yeah. You don't want to pitch to him. I mean, I'm going to look at my stats. He's only going to get 70 runs. single back when small ball was, you know, out of play. So, yeah. Well, yep. I mean, that's not petitions we had. Anyways, those are, those are some beautiful petitions. Yes, sir. And um, I'm going to have to finish up with my computer like 8%. Yeah, I got to get going too. I got to go coach you. All right. Well, listen, this has been great. Yes, sir. Well, done. And next time we meet, we'll have a new college basketball champion. This is true. And we will know how our teams, I'm a Giants fan, coaches, your Rockies fan, we'll know how our teams are going to be projected at, or how they're doing so far in the season. So we'll talk a little baseball, a little football tip, the drafts come out, and we'll talk a little college basketball. See how, how much can talk a little bit. Have a good weekend, dude, right? Yeah, you too. Yes. No, that's fine. I, I, I ended it. Sorry, that, that looks embarrassing. I must be hanging. No, that's fine. You're saying like have a good weekend. I heard that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. If I just saying that, it's one block. Oh, don't worry about it. All right. Hey, seriously though, how, what are you coaching right now? What are you coaching? Soccer. Is there is that intramural? Uh, no. It's like this uh uh rec league, but I get paid for it. So. Oh, sick. Are are they little kids or what? Yeah, ten year olds. Okay, nice. Have fun, dude, all right? Oh, yeah. Make me want to pull my hair out, but, you know. Jeez, okay. <laughs> all right, talk to you later. Yeah, see you.